Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of The Manic Podcast. I am your host, Liam, and sitting to my left, we've got the ever-intergalactic Tobias. Ever-intergalactic, that's my favourite one. Is it? Yes. I just thought about it. You know how we paused a minute before clicking record? Yes. That's because I was thinking, I don't know what to call you. Tobias. No, I know your name. <laughs> I know, that was a joke. But uh-huh. in, I thought it was really funny. Intergalactic, I like it. I like it. Well You'll be disappointed now that that's not what you're going to be called every week. Oh, you think it's not. It's going to be. Now, <laughs> that's my official. Oh, I'm going to change all of my medias. I don't know. That'd be your version of changing your Twitter handle. Just spooky pants. Just the intergalactic. Tobias intergalactic. That's... Nah, she doesn't work, does it? The intergalactic Tobias. Do you remember? I can't remember when we became friends, which if you were listening to our previous... You're, you're here. How we became friends. I used to have a dog. We had a family dog called Dax. I've heard of the dog Dax. Right, it's a Lacerapso. Black. And, uh... Was well, the colour important? Yes. Okay, cool. Actually, thank you very much. Black, but with little white bits. And I was allowed to name it. What I named it got rearranged slightly, because you have to have a proper predi- pred... I can't speak today. That's good for a podcast, isn't it? A pedigree. So called Dax, after Star Trek. But its middle name was... Galaxy, galaxy, that's it, because it's like Ooh. the black of night with all the stars, because of the white bits. Nice. So, the, actually, the colour of the dog was relevant. Okay, no, Thank I you very much for attacking you're... me for that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Political correctness gone mad! <laughs> Obviously, we are into our third full episode of season two. How's season two treating you so far? Oh, mean. Mean? Keep, keeping me keen. Oh, it's, it's, it's being mean to you. Even I didn't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I started with mean and I rolled with it. <laughs> Sometimes the words that come out of our mouths, it's just like rolling a set of dice, isn't it? Well, this is what we're going with. Snake eyes. Snake eyes. Yeah. This is a weird start. It's a very weird start. You wanted more personality this season and I feel we're giving it. We are indeed. And I'm taking it. The personality. <laughs> Nothing else. Filth. Adopt Filth. the position. I'm already in the position. Oh. I'm not, like, touching you more than I need to this time, though. You were just a moment ago. Prove it. Yeah, that's right. I'm saying it on air. Nah, you can say I say it on air. You're, you're in charge of the edits. Okay, well, in my right hand, I'm holding a £50 note. No, I'm you're not. not. Exactly, but... Yeah, but I'm here to say you're not. Yeah, but, okay, but just because it's said doesn't mean it's real. Well, okay, yeah, then... I could not be touching you. But you are. Am I, though? Well, technically, I suppose <laughs> right now I'm touching you. Our knees are... And I will see you in court! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow now obviously we will do our regular segments a bit later yes yep. we will segments segments like an orange mm, segments segments mm. <laughs> this is so weird now obviously we we wouldn't be a geeky podcast without discussing some current events current events brexit no no Brexit. I, I want to talk about Brexit. No, the only person oh. leaving anything we're going to talk about is The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I'll let you lead. Onwards. Season 10 has begun. At the has. time of recording, one episode has been shown. By Which the time... Episode one, you weird, horrible person. The final episode. By I'm the not... time you... I'm trying to talk. You allowed me to lead it, Liam. Onwards. I've only got a little sentence to say. By the time you guys hear it... You'll have seen episode two. That's all I was trying to that say. That's true, yeah. You see. How did you find episode one? Now, I actually quite liked the first episode. It started all action with them doing their like training on killing off the walkers in the boat. I like that. Yeah. Um, but oh, I do on. believe it had, it had some space. quite... It had space. It did have space, it space, yeah. Space. First time we've seen space in The Walking Dead. That was quite cool, wasn't it? And it's yeah. obviously going to be quite a pivotal thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, no, I don't know. I assume that's not from the comics, but it might be from the comics. I don't know. I don't know that plot line. It's hard to tell what's been brought across, isn't it? But I believe this has had quite low rate, like view numbers, hasn't it? Like it's something like four million or something. Four million, and even actually the premiere of the very first season had five. But it's still, still one of the highest rated AMC shows. And what they have said is, it's season 10. Viewers drop. They know that. That's, that yeah. was always going to be on the trajectory. As an episode, I liked it. Um, I've heard people complain they wanted more whispers in the first episode. I think it was a good idea not to. I think looking at what's coming up in episode two, that's all whispers. I will say I don't know. I haven't seen anything from the next episode. It's all whispers. But that's fine because I think... It looks like an origin story. Oh, cool, cool. Of uh, how Alpha met Beta. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool because I didn't watch Talking Dead. I meant to, I just didn't get around to it. But um, I think it's a good idea not having them in the first episode massively because obviously we will spoilers. We'll put a spoilers warning out here spoilers, now. Spoilers, spoilers. Um, because obviously they do cross the, li- the line. They do Because of the a they fire. Had to. They had to. you know. A very well, it was good. That's where all the space bit comes in. It creates Obviously, a fire. the satellite drops down and creates but, a huge fire on yeah. the other side of and the And that was a line. very good um, scene, if you like. A scenario, event, set piece. Set piece is actually what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, obviously, the satellite drops on the on the the Whisperer's side of the line. Yes. And obviously, there are Alexandrians and Riverside, and they all have to basically team up to put the fire out. All the communities come together to put the fire out, but on the Whisperer's side, because the Whisperers, as far as they know, have have... are not there. Well, that's thing is they're not sure, are they? Because they, ha- they haven't been seen for a while, but they do find yeah. a face. Yes, they do. So there's a sign. Now, so... I'm going to be able to tell you something, because you didn't Ooh. watch Talking Dead, so I can tell you, you won't know this. Yeah. Because the end of the episode basically has Carol seeing Alpha. Yeah. Right, and they they look at each other all very all uh, because Carol's on the wrong side of the line. Yeah, uh, Melissa McBride was on Talking Dead, talking about it and saying, "Of course, when I did that, Samantha Morton wasn't there." No, so I'm clearly. just doing it. And thing is, I wish she had been because I didn't know she did it in a very certain way, and that would have changed how I looked. Yeah, you just kind of guess how you're looking. The way it you watch it, you can kind of tell they they filmed it against it an empty side. You doesn't can tell. Quite Gel, no, because obviously, like, Carol's on a higher rock looking yeah. over, and then Alpha comes up and kind of looks up at, at her and all disapproving. But, yeah, it, you can tell they're not acting against someone. No, it's... But still good episode. I, I do think it was a well-done episode. Uh, my favourite scene, though, isn't the one with all the fire and all that kind of thing. Obviously, we've got Sadiq. He's having, like, flashbacks. Yeah. I don't which know I think that... is going to be a thing. Yes, because there was a theory... <clears throat> There was a theory in season nine that Sadiq survived by doing the dirty on them. Oh, what, like betraying them? Yes. Now, that didn't come through, but I wonder, because they're focusing on it, did it come through? Is he feeling responsible now? Maybe, because obviously they did kind of show a flashback to the whole beheading scene, really. And we do have a thing where we've got this weird... Like love square. I don't know if that's what oh, you call it's it. Weird, isn't it? You've it's got so Rosita weird. with the child. Then she's with Father Gabriel. It's Sadiq's child. But you've got Eugene. He's in love with. You, I will say Eugene was one of the funniest bits of that episode. Yes, he was actually quite good. Because he's 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 to the T scheduled and planned everything out yes. to do with that baby. And I thought that was pretty good. Actually, I think what I'm going to look forward to. I, I've not read if this is actually the case. Because. Eugene's been a bit off the last few seasons. Been a seasons. Weird, weird character, isn't but he? But I think this season, I think they're going to get him right again. 
Yeah. He, his name, Josh McDermott, it's further up the credits now. He's a bit more of a main character. A lot of main characters have left yeah. ahead of him. And I think they might beef him up a little bit. Because obviously they're, they're very clearly pushing Aaron into a more main role. I was going to say, that's my favourite oh, scene. Oh, is it? Okay. Him and Michonne on the bridge, I thought was really good. And I think actually Aaron might become Comic Rick. I can see He's that. got the fake hand. He's got the beard. He looks like the comic. He does. He actually. does look I like the comic. About that. And they're giving him action okay. and arguing, and he's yeah. basically gone. No more Mr. Nice There were some really good moments in this episode. Like you had the whole Negan chatting from his cell. Even though he's allowed out now, he's picking tomatoes. It was nice. The first time you see him is out. Yeah. And actually, he's done quite nice. And you can see, though, that he's not free. He's very much allowed It's an out open to pick. prison. That's what it yeah. is. But one of the moments I liked was actually hearing Judith. Telling the the legend, yes, of Rick, which we already to know, a very, to a very grown up version of Rick uh, Junior, RJ, yeah. So I think it's the same actor. Is it really? I think so I think he had to because he is just he is there was grown up. Another little time jump wasn't there between the end yeah, of the not episode. as long, but it um, was, yeah. Also, there was I'm guessing there's this whole thing about pirates and stuff because obviously we've now got boats and Carol's been away at sea. Yeah. And where are they getting all their petrol from? Because Daryl's bike was up and running still. And I'm thinking it's been a while. I don't really know. I don't know. Because I know that is one of the most common, like, yes, things against the realism of Walk Dead. Well, this episode was uh, written by Angela Kang, who's now the showrunner. Yeah. And I think since she's been in charge, it's been a very much, we've got, now got a lot of horse stuff. They're kind of, yeah. get, they are getting rid of it. But I guess you need, Daryl's always had his bike. I guess that's the iconic look of Daryl but yeah the bike crossbow if you take those things away is it still Daryl it is but you also had that really nice moment but it was also awkward when Carol first gets back on the boat and she's greeted by Ezekiel yeah and Ezekiel's like what it's you look really good it's so good to see you and she's like I'm I'm gonna talk to Daryl yes I didn't realize we'd get so quickly the little thing where she takes a mickey out of Daryl for calling best friend I know I can't remember what article I read it in but it was something where the 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 writers had described Daryl and Carol as soulmates, but doesn't necessarily mean it was as a romantic soulmate. To be that right, they yeah. were just kindred spirits, mm-hmm. and I think that that is the best way of describing them. And yeah. during this episode, I was really thinking about how much of a journey she's been on. Yes, that character. You got to think she started out with a domestic abuse kind of storyline. I tell you what, she I ignored her for such a long time. I did, and it was actually my ex. She kind of. Because we binge watched the first five seasons really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't paying attention to her. And we were talking one day about, well, who's your favourite character and all this? And she went, Carol. And I went, really? And then she just kind of explained and I went, oh. Yeah, she's she's been on a journey. I was watching the, the Ricks and the Glens and the Daryls and all these characters. I went, actually, Carol was a slow burn. She, she killed think. children. You got to she think. killed children. She started off as this little, yes sir, no sir, scared, domestic violent, yes. abused wife who kind of, yes, she didn't end that story herself. Someone else ended that for her. Yeah. But then she lost her daughter. Yes. Then she became this basically chameleon. Like yeah. every, she was pretending to be this feeble old woman to survive, but mm-hmm. she wasn't. She got kicked out by Rick at one point. Yep. Because she was too unpredictable. Yes. Uh, and now she's like, well, she's one of the, by this the end of the season. She's one of the big two. Yeah, um, she has been on a major journey. Daryl's been on a journey as well, but not to the same extent. I think, and uh, this is this is going to get some backlash here. I think 
Are you gonna are you gonna bash Daryl? Uh no, I'm gonna say Daryl Basher. No, no, I love Daryl. I think <laughs> I do as well. Daryl and also Daryl's had the freedom of not being a comic book character. They can do what they want. Which I do think it helps with Carol because she should have died in like well, well way, way back. Yeah. She shouldn't it shouldn't have been her daughter who died. Her daughter should still be in the program. Right? But Melissa McBride, I think, is such a good actress, she's one of the best actors that they have in that show. She is good. Whereas I don't necessarily get that with Norman Reedus, to be honest. No, I, I agree with you. Because, um, I mean, Daryl is Daryl. There is that thing, though. I don't know if it's Norman Reedus or just how it's written, but if Daryl cries, you cry. Is that sort of thing. If it gets to the really. point, like, when it'll, Beth died it'll be or something. interesting because I haven't really seen Norman Reedus in anything else with, with, have, with substance yeah, I have, to it. but no. Now... <clears throat> on a gaming side of things, yes. there's a game coming out called, I think it's called Death Stranding. I saw an advert. Which is Norman Reedus. And it looks just like Norman Reedus. Well, yeah. He's also very naked in it. There is penis and everything. I... It's not him. Not they've in the trailer. Said, they've already said it's not his penis. Not in the trailer. That was released at the cinema. No, this is true. <laughs> that but I saw. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can tell you nothing about this game because nobody knows anything about it. I think it's just come out. It's just been pre- put onto pre-order. Right. But... It's very story heavy and character heavy, so I'd be interested to see what he's like in that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can. Yeah, I mean, you brought games into it, yeah, which is it's normally you who yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, I all I'll say is because this is going to segue into something that I do want to talk about a little yeah. bit. Because uh, I went to the cinema, and three times. Maybe only twice, actually. But that was one of them. The Norman Reedus game was. I was watching something. And I went, oh, this is a trailer for a film. No, it isn't. It's an advert for a game. And the effects look that realistic now. Yeah. I hadn't. There's been a leap. There well, has been a leap. They, there's the. I don't know if you've heard it. But they say now that the, the video game industry is a bigger money maker than TV and film combined now. I wouldn't be that surprised. Because of how much money people put into it. For example, the end of 2020, <coughs> sorry, the end of 2020, PlayStation 5. Uh, yes, I, I mean... I'm Just been announced, I'm officially. Try, I'm trying not to pay too much attention to it. <laughs> Why? Because I can't afford it. Nobody's going to be able to afford it. It's going to be <laughs> nearly 600 quid. Yeah. That is some crazy money. I, I justified not having the PlayStation 4 by saying, I'll just wait for the PlayStation 5. <laughs> Do I justify that by, I'll wait for the PlayStation 6? No, I don't know. Too, too long to wait. <laughs> I'll never get to play that Star Trek VR game. <laughs> by the time you can, it'll be fully body oh, immersive. I haven't watched the trailer. Have you heard about the Avengers game? It's not um, a game game, as in no. Not for like... Hello? Not for like PlayStation or Xbox or any of that. The VR, is it Vortex? Okay, the Avengers. I don't mean the Avengers game that they've got like playable demos of and all that. Okay. I mean, because I'm talking about something now that I actually have only skim read about because I didn't realise what it was. So I kind of went into a link and it's like you have to go to these places that I think they're called either the Void, the Void or the Vortex or something. But they're like a franchise of... Uh, like when you used to go to the arcade just to play like a game. Right. Right. But they're proper like VR simulation things now where you go in, you are Iron Man and you've got the whole VR set and you have the displays and the the tech team spray you with things. Oh. And it's a proper 
I don't know is the one in specific you're referring to. Yeah, oh. but like 4D VR experiences. Yes, but it, they're doing the Avengers now. And That's it's kind of like, cool. and I think cool. it's uh, Iron Man and War Machine. And I think, I don't know. I Yeah, yeah but it's the Iron Man who's the crux on of it. the note of VR, in our local town of Kings Lynn, there is a place in in the industrial estate that does full body VR games. What? Like, you know, you've seen it on the internet, the ones where you stand on like a little... Like um, uh, like treadmilly thing, and so if you move, yeah. if you walk, it walks. So it's full body. You're on the spot moving. Yeah. So like full body. If you run, your character runs. I didn't know you, that. Yeah, it's um, it's around. I haven't been to it, but a friend of mine was talking about having a look look at it. Is but it expensive. I would imagine it'd be. It's got to be pricey enough that it's worth the the money. Yeah, but it's also got to be accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, it's kind of... but that's. I mean, VR is the step forward, really, for for gaming, really. Yeah, but I mean, not... I, I've got a PlayStation VR headset. I know. So, um, you said. I mean, it's good, but you can see where it could be. Yes. The thing I like about it because I haven't currently got the move controllers with this one. Right. Uh, I did when I first owned it, but when I sold it all, I got rid of it all. So right. right now, I've just got the headset. Yeah. Um. So anything I play with it, I'm having to use a controller still. Okay. But I can still do fully immersive. It just means that it's not fully immersive like for example i want to buy skyrim yeah, yeah for vr because it means that when you pick a sword up you can move the sword like you really could move the sword yeah because you get your move controls in each hand so when you you can pick any item up and be like well i want to look at the engraving on the side of this this this, this um, hilt yeah and i think that is that's amazing yes that and is. obviously when you play a game like any game especially like an adventure game if you you've got certain things you can do like you can stand up or you can crouch that's pretty much it but in a fully vr game something like skyrim you could go i wonder what's on the underneath of that table so you yeah. could crouch and look under the table ah, and nothing. that really they forgot to do anything that really <laughs> fascinates me that you can do that now yeah but i mean vr is the logical step forward for yes for gaming it just makes sense yeah. and all they're gonna do now is perfect it and make it better and more um immersive yeah, I'm a bit upset because I can't go to the uh, Star Trek destination this year. Yeah. Because it really looks like they pulled out all the stops for it. And they've included a, basically a, a section where it's all Star Trek games that have ever been made. Oh, really? Yeah, that they've got access to. But there's some like, obviously there's the VR Bridge Commander that I really want to play. It does like, look good, but it's one of those games that... <laughs> I won't invest it until so, I know I've got a is, bit to play I don't with. know necessarily if you would enjoy it, if because I would as a team experience. Yes, it's not the kind of game that I think I'd buy f- to play when I don't have I, anyone else to play with. I would play it just because I'm just into Star Trek. Yeah, you're, and you're a diehard fan. That, that's basically the kind of game that I dreamt of, and now it exists, and I kind of have it right now. It's pretty cool the idea of it. Shall we go? Are we? Oh, did we finish talking about Walking Dead? I think pretty much. We're... Oh no, there is one thing oh. because I don't know if we've talked about this. They made the announcement that Lauren Cohen is definitely back for season, season 11. eleven, and I've heard she might appear at the end of this one. I think that's a rumor. It might. I finish. would imagine though. I I'm thinking they might literally like very end. It's kind of like, oh, you've lost Michonne now. Here's the next season. Bring her in. It makes it does make sense, and it also it's interesting that she's been announced now because they've still got some filming left. A little fly around here. All right, you didn't have to follow it. <laughs> Be gone, fly. <laughs> I just thought you were having a spasm. Shoe fly, <laughs> shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was never a massive Lauren Cohen fan, but actually, even I'm now going, okay, it'll be quite cool to see Maggie come back now. Well, I think and it's. see the journey she's I think she's it's taken. more important with them losing Michonne, who I think is going to be a big loss at the stage. Yeah. Because they've lost, well, at the moment, they've lost 
uh, Maggie, but they lost Rick. You know, it's kind of they're, they're losing people who, from the comic point of view, they shouldn't be losing. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Maggie and what kind of character she'll be now when yeah, she comes back. Yeah, I wonder back. if she'll come back exactly as we knew her or she's gone through something. She's got to have gone through something. I don't know. I think the main of... thing is going to be her attitude towards Negan when she comes back. Yeah, because everyone else, I bet, will have made sort of peace with him. They, they have. To a point. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the big move for him was saving Judith from the blizzard at the end of the last season. That helped, and we're pretty sure we've already talked... In the comics, whether it'll happen on the screen, because yeah. I've got my own theory on this, but Negan's meant to kill or decapitate Alpha yeah. to show his loyalty to the group and that he can be one of us, right? And it's that kind of... I don't know if they're doing that. I, I do wonder... Will they kill off Alpha still? Is that still no, what no, with? No, I wonder if they're going to bypass the Negan. And I think... Because we there's something in the trailer which I think has Michonne with Lucille and doing the whole eeny meeny. Yeah. And I just wonder, because we know that Michonne leaves, what if, I did think, what if Michonne and Alpha kill each other at the same time? Like, they're just a proper to-the-death leaders. Maybe. It'd be interesting to see how they did a, they both end up dead without it being tacky. But I also think... Because that's my second one of going, oh, that's, a, that's a very big thing to do. And I don't know if I could do that. Because the comic, I think, when Negan goes to Alpha, I think it's only those two characters in that comic issue. Yeah. It would be it's a, a two-hander. And I just think, well, if you're going to give someone a two-hander, and it's Michonne's last season and Michonne possibly her and last... Alpha would be ideal. Yes. And to be honest, I think it makes sense to kill off Alpha just because I don't know what more you can do with her. I think it is telling that Ryan Hurst has been placed Upped. above. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, she's a big name, isn't she, at the end of the day? Yes, How she long is. are they going to keep her for? Yeah. Uh, but I do wonder, the fact that Michonne has Lucille... Yeah. I wonder, even if they don't kill her off, because there's a thing that she might go into uh, the, the movies with Rick and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What if they do a sort of what happens to Negan, but not at this stage... She kills Alpha, but she's become something too much. She can't go back to her kids. Yeah. She's crossed a line... And she just walks into the distance, and with with oh, she, yeah, she like basically kind of takes Negan's comic book ending in a way, yeah, just disappears. That would be an interesting way of doing it. And, and then, if, and then if Denai ever goes, well, I'll come back then. Yeah. They can go, okay, she walks back. But, you from know the what? Distance. She's an MCU movie star now. That's true. There's a there's a Walking Dead movie coming. I'm just saying it That's makes it, it makes sense. sense. Yes. Um, we should probably wrap up Walking Dead stuff. Yes, we should. The only other thing that, obviously, you've mentioned the credits. Yes. And we've mentioned somebody who could potentially die. I think the one to watch is we have both commented on. How long's Luke going to be around? I think we've talked about this in the podcast. Did we? I think so. But yes, Luke, Dan Fogler, hasn't been upgraded. Though he was quite featured in yeah. the first episode. Seeming to have lost a lot of weight, I thought, as well. Yes, I a bit think more he has. Also, giving him a love interest... Yeah, that is true. That seems like he's doomed to me. The moment you give people something to live for is when you stop making them live. Yes, it, it's pretty much. quite a good storytelling method, really, isn't it? Yeah, really, especially yeah. So that yeah, I we, am actually really excited for the rest of this series. I think the last be a good series, series was was brilliant in its own way of the whispers were brought in. Yes, very now well as but well. now they're here. Yes, and that could go up or down. I think actually what might be telling is this next episode because yeah. if it's I get the feeling because it's flashback it's not even got any of our main characters in I think it's just the whisperers 
That'd be cool. I could be wrong. Because I'll I- be interested because actually I really like Ryan Hurst. Yes. And because obviously I know him from Sons of Anarchy. So I really like I really like him. Uh. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with him. And obviously I I said that thing in one of our last episodes, or it might be one of the minis, about how in the Fear the Walking Dead we've potentially seen his face on a record cover. So yes. it would be nice to see if that confirms that or if that was just a coincidence. Yes. Moving on, because I had started to move on to it. This is the only thing I won't spend too much time on this because you can't talk about it. Okay. I've seen Joker. You have seen Joker. Um so, and do you know the weirdness about this is what I was mess- I was putting the message together to see when you and Craig wanted to go and see oh. Joker, and then you're like, you're like, I'm gonna migrate. I'm just a sort of Joker. I was like, ah. Oh. Lee invited me. <laughs> yeah, and invited yeah. me. Yeah, I didn't actually have confirmation Craig was gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so saw it, liked it. Yeah. My personal feelings, and I don't know if this will fit in with what people actually think. By the end of the film, yeah, I was happy with it. Oh, really? There were moments in the film where I actually lost concentration. That might have been me. Right. But it does mean there was bits where it didn't hold my attention. That's not good. But there are what I think could be considered iconic moments. Okay. Uh... Joaquin Phoenix is good. Yeah. Uh, I would say Heath Ledger's still better. Um, I suppose the real question is, and you can spoil it, I don't care, is he the Joker? Or is he a randomer with the phrase the Joker? Right. I didn't know this until afterwards. I've seen the film and I left going, he's the Joker. He's the Joker. There's no reason for me that he's not the Joker. Right. But the, the writers and director have gone... This could just be the initiation. This could there could be another guy who is the Joker, right? Because right, this is spoiler. For Matt, to me, spoiler. It's fine. Uh, it might matter to these guys. I know, but to me, for I have not seen it yet. Right, basically. So I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, that's fine. The end of the film, the Joker, basically brings anarchy onto Gotham, and one of his people kills Thomas and Martha Wayne. So nice. the end of the film is the origin of Batman. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Right. But that then brings the question is, so he's already full-on Joker, full-on Joker, before Bruce... Ha- is he still a kid? You know? And it's kind of like... So the question is, is is, is, is that right? Joker, yeah. Is he, yeah. For me, actually, yes, I think he is. Cool. I don't have anything really in it. I know that actually, considering a lot of people had a lot of um, worry about this film, I know it's had a, it's been received very well. I read... Well, I say read. I looked at the scores from two reviews before I went in. Right. Because I didn't want to actually be spoiled. So, although I've just done that to you and the listeners. That doesn't matter. Um, for me. For you. For the <laughs> listeners. How dare you? I went spoiler. I went spoiler. Well, that's how we do spoiler ones on here. Yeah. You might have to do a future Liam thing. Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, basically, one review gave it six out of ten. And one right. gave it nine out of ten. I think it's a bit divisive, to be honest. I think people will have their own... Opinions. The people I saw it with, I was probably the least enthused by it. But then I was also having the start of a migraine, so maybe. Yeah. Um. But Lee, Craig, and Matt just thought it was brilliant. So, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go into all the plot because that's more well, you. I'm, you I mean, tend to go in though. I but, do. Yeah. I mean, I I will see it. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing it to the point of this is actually a throwback to. The people who we kind of shouted out on our last full episode from the Beta Network. 
Yeah. Um, Sam Ince, yes, the guy yes, who runs yes. it. I follow him on Twitter. Yes. And actually, he's. I saw a post that he put up yesterday saying he's, he was sitting in the cinema watching it for the third time. Third time? Yeah. Wow. So, you know it's got to be good enough for that. Yeah. You see, I wouldn't do that. No? No, because... Not the cinema. I'd right. to come out. I f- how do I explain this? I think... You know I love the X-Men films. Yes. And you can state that Logan is a very good film. As in the film Logan. The film yeah. Logan. But... It's if, a heavy watch, though. It's a heavy watch. Exactly. It's a heavy watch. Oh, right, and okay. I think... Uh, while DC is darker than Marvel in most ways anyway... This sort of, as an origin for uh, the Joker, I would put on the same line as Logan, as in it's very serious, it's very... Actually, the trailers I've seen for it do make it feel like it could be a heavier film. It's a heavy film. to be honest, it's not, it doesn't come across as some random maniac. Well, I can it's tell you what. People. It's just some mentally unhinged dude. It's not, a super, it's not a superhero film. No. You know, and I wouldn't even say it's a super villain film. No. You know, because it it doesn't play that way. It, it's, very, it's an unhinged man. Yeah, it's just a man who basically loses everything. Yeah, really, and way, it, isn't it? Well, it does. It makes you, through it, you kind of, this was a discussion in the car on the way back from it. You, do you side with him when he's killing people? Do you go, well, they sort of deserved it. That's one of the things <laughs> I've, I've read a lot of people saying. There are points in the films where they're on his side. There, yes. are, people, there are other moments where they want him to get caught. Yeah, it's, it, yeah. But that's truly that's a that's a good thing when you're as a filmmaker. But I tell you what, and this was my review, and it's not a bad thing. It's what it's clearly what the film wants you to be. It's an awkward film. It's yeah. it's not a comfortable film to watch. You don't sit back and go, yeah. It's very much a. Mm, but I mean, that surely that I think that's probably a good thing. I think well, that's what it meant. If that that that's not what I meant. That's what they wanted. It's that yeah. film. You can tell that's what they want. There's not. It's not an easy view. It's not a superhero film. Yeah. It's an artistic, and I'd say artistic. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, version of a classic villain. But for me, I went. I came out of it thinking he's the Joker. Fair enough. And both me and Craig said we kind of we now would they're not making anymore. But we would now like a sequel with him as the Joker. And now we've seen the kid is going to be Batman. And we'd like to see where it goes. Yeah. So it's annoying that it's a one-off. That is annoying. You know, but <laughs> but that's because in superhero films, it's always a franchise. There's always meant to be another one, if you get yeah. it or not. But this one was never created with that in mind. Although I did say that actually Phoenix is open to playing it again. Which I think... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And once the star says that, it probably means he's under contract for... Like five films? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, what they have categorically said, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker will not be the Joker for Robert Pattinson's... Okay. That is definite. He said, And they've said, doesn't mean that they won't use the Joker, but it won't be this Joker. Okay. And we know it won't be Jared Leto either. It's going to be different. So on the note of Jared Leto's Joker, yeah. I'm using him as a stepping stone. Stepping I watched stone. one of the trailers for Birds of Prey the other day, okay, and it really was underwhelming, massively underwhelming. Yes, I agree. I mean, the only good element about it is actually Harley Quinn, and even she's not brilliant in, in the trailer. To be honest, she doesn't feel like Harley Quinn. Yeah, she. No, I, I mean, I get in, that. in the trailer, she's really she, ha- she has the attitude towards the Joker that. Um, Dick Grayson has towards Batman in Titans. 
She's yes, because like, they've broken yeah, up, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. She's basically, um, oh, forget Joker, you know. Uh. It was quite weird because it was a back-to-back trailer with Doctor Sleep. Right. So it was just really a lot of Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Mad. Who is he in Birds of Prey? Do we know? Yeah. Who is uh, he? Black Mask. Black Mask, that was. He's Sionis. I guess that's what's his name is. I didn't know that, and I didn't take that from that trailer. No, because he doesn't have a black mask. He's actually kind of over the, the top. The thing He's is, Sionis, who is black mask... I couldn't have told you that was his name. He be, he, be, he becomes black mask. It's another yeah. side. So they, it, it could be one of the things that he ends with a mask. Yeah. Annoyingly. Maybe. But black mask is the villain side of Because it's something like Victor Sionis or something like that. I can't remember. And he... Because he, Sionis he's one is, of what I would class very C to D tier Batman yeah, villains. Yeah, it's like we're not going to use this character for a Batman film, so you can have him. Yeah, I mean, I will watch Birds of Prey because I'd like to see what they do with it. I will watch it because it's a DC film, and yeah. I just really, apart from Catwoman, I've seen all the DC and films. Actually, you know what? It might turn out that the film itself is actually okay. It might be. Yes, we might have the opposite of you like can't Suicide judge Squad, it, really. which people were looking forward to and it was not that great but you you know what because obviously they announced the cast for the suicide squad yeah the new one i'm a bit confused with it it's a soft reboot <laughs> it's got some weird choices in it peter capaldi's in I it no right yeah i know he's got short hair for it um yeah but they've also got margot robbie back as obviously Harley Quinn. Quite a few characters jay courtney jay 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 courtney that's his name uh joel kinnaman Quite a few of them back. That's but, good. I'm but glad then they, they got some back. They had Idris Elba, who initially it was announced as the new Deadpool be- to replace Will Smith, but that's now no longer the case. He's got his own character. Yeah. So I guess that does give the chance for Will Smith to come back if necessary. Nathan Fillion, he's a main character in it. Do we know who? Probably, but I can't tell you. Fair enough. Because um, I, I kind of had shut down on it a bit, really. DC... They're to, not in everyone's favourite book all the time, are they? To me, they're a bit of a mess still. Yeah, well, they are, definitely. Um, I really, I guess, if it's a DC thing, I'll believe it when I see it. That's kind of what I'm getting. And I'm just paying attention to the Batman film. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, what I would say, because I think we should maybe round up superhero stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe do a segment. I feel, I feel a segment coming on. Oh, we have to get some cream for but that. But before that, because I don't know if we've done this in a podcast. And if we have, I apologise. But Kiss. I'm just never doing that in a podcast. Stop making the noises, Liam. Kissy, kissy, kissy. Is that? That's how I kiss. Is it really? With yeah. the noises? Yeah, it's, it's mandatory, I'm afraid. Amanda is such a lucky lady. Yeah, or cursed. Or trapped. Probably that one. That's definitely that one. <laughs> definitely that one. Liam, tell me. <laughs> have we discussed the fact that Spider-Man is back in Marvel because I think it happened after we recorded. No, we have not. Spider-Man's back in the MCU, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Now, <sighs> the question is, because I had this conversation last night with my radio peoples. Your radio people. Do we believe yeah. the idea that Tom Holland wrote a letter to the to the to basically the king of Disney? I know what happened. I've seen the interview. Okay, I've, seen well, the interview. I've seen the interview with the Bob Eagle. Okay, what happened? He basically, he, he took Mickey a little bit, but he did say, right, what happened was uh, Tom Holland... Doesn't have Bob Eagle's number, but asked the people who knew Bob Eagle, say, basically, can I have a meeting with him? And they went to Bob Eagle, Tom Holland wants to speak to you. And they were, and he was like, yeah, I'll speak to Spider-Man. Sure. Right. <laughs> uh, and basically, that was when Bob Eagle says, well, basically, what happened was Tom Holland cried. And that, that isn't what happened. He basically went, what he did bring was evidence from all of the internet of what the fans wanted. 
That's good. And it, and he honestly said, Tom Holland's the reason it's happened. He went, try to figure it out. Because it's, this is what the fans want. That and, is the best. And basically, that I was also saying, that's what Tom Holland wants. Yeah. Uh, so if, that, if your star wants something, it's better to do that, surely. Yeah. I mean, the star doesn't always get what they no, want. No, but it's... it's it was, it was nice. And I think, actually, this is a nice passing of the baton, really. Because that's the kind of stuff that Robert Downey Jr. was doing. Yeah. And I think that Tom Holland, for a young guy who's kind of new to the franchise, he's now taking that mantle of, let's go to the heads. Yeah, that's and, good. And I think, yeah. So I'm really happy. What we know for certain is that we've got Spider-Man 3 in yeah. the MCU. And he will appear in another MCU film. Um... There does seem to be something bigger going on that suggests that there could be more interlinking with the Sony Spider-Man universe. Right, okay. Like, there could be Avengery characters pop up in, like, Venom or something. Right. Or maybe Venom appearing and... Well, it's like part of the deal. Yeah, we don't know what, but Kevin... Big Kev. Big Papa Kev. Has said... There might be some surprises, Ooh. but there's also the rumor, and I take take this as a negative rumor if you want, as in it might not be what people want. We've got this third film. Yeah, the third film is happening. There will be a fourth Spider-Man film, but it won't be MCU. See? Okay, right. That the deal is for a third Spider-Man film in the MCU to close off the stories. It, the the work the rumors is that Big Kev is being tasked with essentially writing Spider-Man out properly of the okay. MCU. At least if they have the chance to do that. Yes, rather than just going, done, bye. Well, instead of actually doing what happened, of going, everyone knows who you are now, Peter. Yeah. Um, and no more. Yeah. So think of it as when the series gets axed, but then they're given one more series to just wrap it up. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, So, it, but like those reports have said, a new deal can be made. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, yeah. But that's how it should be. It should be. This is what we got on the table at the moment. The rumor of what Tom Holland might be in otherwise is um, new Avengers. New Avengers. New Avengers. But I don't know. I personally think that new Avengers will be after the Spider-Man film. We know when the Spider-Man film's coming out. It's uh, 2021, and it'll be the first year that we'll have four MCU films in one year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, personally. It's going to be a busy year. Next year, we've only got two, and that will feel very empty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it seems odd that if the if Spider-Man 3 is to write him out, to then put him in another one? Yeah. So I wonder if he'll pop up in Doctor Strange. Because it's dealing with the multiverse. So you could easily do it. You could have different versions. You could bring in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. You could do, actually, anything you wanted. Yeah. But it would make Perfect sense. opportunity. And it's also, they're both in New York. You know, Spider-Man is New York-based. Doctor Strange is New York-based. It's easy, isn't it? Yeah. That f- concludes the very good Spider-Man news. Yeah, that is good. He literally has come home. He has. I wonder what the title will be. I was going to say, will it have home in it? It must have. It's got to. Because they've all had some form of home-related theme. Home Alone. Homeowner. Well, if they're going to end it, is it going to be because you had Homecoming, then you had Far From Home? Is it going to be like something to do with destruction? Homestead, or, or or now that he's he's been outed and like they know who he is, will it be something about something like that? Something playing on the words, Homo Sapien. <laughs> that was a stretch. 
<laughs> Shall we move on to a segment? Character battle. Now, obviously, character battle. We draw two random names from a hat. Two characters from multiple different franchises. Franchises. Two characters from different franchises, and they fight it out to the death. For example, last week, well, in the last episode, we had Luke Skywalker versus Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it wasn't as Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker Ooh. won that quite easily. Yeah. Though, the time before that, we had Morpheus from The Matrix versus James Bond, and James Bond won. According to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to us. You might have. This if you fun. disagree with what we come up with, tell us on our Twitter. Drop us a message. Communicate, people. Communicate. Send us a telegraph. I've, I've picked mine. I have did. You? I put it back. I'm sorry. I put it back because I got carried away. And I, <laughs> you picked them all. I got excited. Got excited. Last week we had Luke Skywalker. I'm hoping one of these is Spock. Okay, who's going to open first? Uh, I will this week. Because I normally let you do it. So the first person in this week's character battle is... Legolas! From Lord of the Rings. Indeed. Mr. Blonde Elf. That's his full title. Okay. He's going up against... Ellen Ripley from the Aliens franchise. Okay. Yeah, didn't expect those apples, did you? No, I didn't. That was a weird way of... I didn't what? expect apples to come into this. Neither did it's I. It's normally donuts. How, no, how do you like them apples? And I was, I didn't expect those apples, did you? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just pulled a little chain and an apple just fallen from the roof and knocked me out. Didn't expect those apples, did you? Oh. No, I did not. Those apples were unexpected. Yeah. So, Legolas versus... Ellen Ripley. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm instinctively thinking Legolas. Right. But I'm going to play devil's advocate I then. Because that's the point of a character battle. Yeah. Rather than just agree with you, which is basically what we did last week. Last time. <laughs> it's hard not to agree yes. when one's got the right. force and one doesn't. There are different versions of Ellen Ripley. Right. And one of them could take Legolas. Right. In Alien Resurrection... She is a clone of herself, and she's got alien DNA in her. She's got acid blood. Jesus. Um, so if you cut her, and she bleeds on you, it burns through you. I'm telling you, that version of Ripley, Legolas has got an issue. I don't know, because surely if they're standing at a distance and he shoots her in the head with an arrow, she's still going to die, isn't she? If she's standing in one of those big robotic... Um, robot things... Like that, ...that she kills the big alien queen with... Not a problem. Oh, she allowed a full mech suit. If he's allowed... Oh, a, bow and, a, bow, a mech suit is not, not and a And his fair... little leaf thing that he slides down. What? That happened in a film. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but I don't know, because I will say, in an actual hand-to-hand combat, I, I'm going to give it to the clone version. Right. Because right. I suppose at the end of the day... Elves are trained with, like, distance, really, aren't they? Like, they've got their... Well, you say that. They have swords as well. This is true. But they do really, really kind of lean into the bow side of things, don't they? Are they meant to be taller as well? They are tall, aren't they? Yeah, that's because they hang out with dwarfs. Well, they yeah, don't, they're just they're in Lord of the Rings. Basically but... trees and stuff, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah. They're, like, they're trees. But she's in space. There aren't as many trees in space. Yeah, and she has killed many an alien. And that's the thing. That's something you've got to consider. She kills... The perfect organism, as it's described in it. Yeah, I mean... Several times. Something that's considered to be perfect does seem to die a lot. 
It only dies once, and then there's a new one. <laughs> I know. I mean, they're all perfect, but and, they all right, end up dying. Right. <laughs> I can't remember if you've seen all the Alien films. I think I've seen, if not all of them, most right. of them. So, in the first Alien film, she's a bit soft, but she hardens up to kill it and become yeah. the, the heroine of it all. The second one, she's got her like mech suit and everything, and she's taken on a whole queen and a colony. Yeah. I mean, I still find it really difficult to think that... In a fight to the death, she's just got a mech suit. Um, okay, yeah, but this is why I'm I'm working up. Right? Okay, cool, cool. In the third one, she's a prisoner type thing. She shaves her head, and she's got one in her. All right, she dies. To be fair, spoiler alert. Not good. Not good. It's a, it's an old film. If you didn't know that, go and watch it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fourth oh. one though, Resurrection, which is the last one she's been in. She is a clone. She's she's basically a mix of human. Human, human. See, you told me that I say it wrong now, and I'm overthinking <laughs> it. Uh, so wait, I think the, the the definition comes down to it is of which Ellen Ripley are we having in the fight? Well, I'm choosing the most recent. Okay. And the most recent that we had was the spliced version. Okay. No. I, okay. If you're going for the basically the mutant version, then I suppose yeah, yeah she's probably going to win. But you can you can always give me because so far you've only given me bow and arrow at the moment. <laughs> well, I just think that's what he's got on his side. He's got range on his side. But she could do that. There's nothing to say that she can't. She's got a flamethrower. Yeah, and he lives in trees. That she's burning his house down. <sighs> wow. I mean, you went in this thinking oh. Legolas had it. I did. I was thinking, you know, he's all about it. Jumping barrel to barrel, yep. arrowing people's heads from distances. Yeah, going I mean, on in all fairness, with is that, seven other men. If he's lucky, right? If he gets the first sh- shot in, then yeah, she is. She can be killed. It's not like she's immortal. So an arrow to the head. But I think in a fist to fist, she's probably got him. Yes. Okay. I think I'm happy to go with the idea that that enhanced Ellen Ripley would probably yeah. win this. But I don't think it would be an out and out clear. It oh, wouldn't no. be as smooth as Luke Skywalker Walker versus. Sherlock Holmes, that was a yeah. that was an easy He's win. Force grip and snap. We've actually had to because I could actually. You would have just had Legless, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ripley's got this. Ripley has survived colonies of aliens. She can handle an elf. If there's a whole elf on me, that might have been different. But it's just Legless. this is true. This is true. Um, but I mean, just I think if it was like normal, Ellen, who doesn't have the the melty blood or enhanced whatever, I think it'd be it'd be it a would, more. It'd I know, be think, a no, I think fight. she. She well, it could go either way more. Yeah, and yeah, maybe if it was the very also, if it was the very first film, I'd probably say legless. Also, I've seen him. I've seen him backflip over people and stuff. He's very yeah. good at avoiding. Like he's he's quite good at evading like attacks. Yeah. When he's not at long distance, I think he's quite agile compared to. But I'm just thinking, right? If we're allowing him the bow and arrow, we're allowing her the flamethrower. Right. Is not, that her normal go-to weapon of choice? I tell you what, if you look at, if you Google, don't, but if you Google. <laughs> I'll Google. You well, have a Google if you no, want. I, I, right, I believe you. It's a famous thing that she's holding. She holds it quite a lot. And the thing is, I don't know actually realistically how long she has it for, but you won't let the mech suit. She's got to have something. She does, she does use it and it's an iconic picture. I mean, a flamethrower is quite a harsh tool, but okay. It is, and then... If actual, you... proper flamethrowers don't have that good a distance on them, so okay, it's quite an equal fight then, because he's got distance and she's got... Yeah, and at the end of the day, if he does get her, and she starts bleeding, he's actually just made it worse. 
Yeah. It's got to be a kill shot. So we allow an enhanced version, but still with flamethrower. Oh, that is a problem. They are different versions. Because I feel like you're going, you've already got melty acid. I am. I'm giving everything. (laughs) Right, which version? I'm going to go with the most recent. I'm going to stick with that. And she doesn't have a flamethrower then. Uh, Then I I think she'll probably win. Yeah. But I think if it was normal Ellen Ripley, it's more likely to go in Legolas's favour a little bit. Because, you know, agile arrows. Oh, yeah. And it's a close fight. It's going to go on a little while. Okay, but I think I'm happy to go with Ellen Ripley. But who do you think would win? And can you think of a reason why? Or can you think of a way that Legolas would beat mutant Ellen Ripley? If you're your side Legolas here, Liam really let you down on that one, didn't he? He had bow and arrow and really that... He, what, does, he just flips. But what other skills does he have? What is on I Legolas's CV? don't know. He, he, he dabbles in piracy. He's, he talks elvish. Oh, that's not going to help you. You're not in space. I made, I made a joke to Pirates of the Caribbean there, but you skimmed over it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't quickly he, understand what you said. But... <laughs> he dabbled so in, in piracy. in this edition of Character Battle, Ellen Ripley has won. Ta-da! Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Do you want to move straight on with the next segment? Oh, what? Segment to segment? Segment to segment. No. Tell me something. Tell me lie, tell me sweet little lies. Um, you're a 12-year-old woman called Veronica. That was a sweet little lie. Shall we do our next segment? We shall indeed. Casting Couch. Now, what is Casting Couch, Tobias? Right. Well, this season of the Manic Podcast, each episode, we are going to try and cast the MCU version of an X-Man or X-Woman. Ooh. Basically, we know that the mutants are now coming into the MCU at some point. We don't know exactly when. 2023 is a good guess. But we know that the mutants are coming. Yes. We, so far, have cast, in episode one, with the fact we put up four four suggestions, and you guys chose Mark Strong to play Professor X. I mean, every time so far, they have gone with your choice. Yes, because... But actually, because in defense, they have been good choices. Yes. I think maybe this one will ruin that now. Maybe. But but episode two, it, we were trying to cast Cyclops, and you guys chose, though it was closer this time, to be it fair. It was, it was. Uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah. Edgerton. 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 Get it right. Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. Right. Fish. Now, I have only got two options for this week's. I have... I, d- I have two. You're not sure? I'm really not sure, because I didn't have anyone walked into this room. Oh, right. As in, I've had names... You've been looking at the DVDs. Is that what you're doing? No, actually, I haven't got any of these from your DVDs. I've had names go in and out of my mind, but none that I can agree on. The only thing I've had to work on... Oh, you might want to announce who we're going for first. Well, I was going to, (laughs) uh, but you weren't letting me. (laughs) Sorry. Episode three, we're doing... We're doing... Well... Jean Grey, a.k.a. at some point, Dark Phoenix, a.k.a. Phoenix. Yeah. Already had two actors player. Uh, Most recently... Sophie Turner. Not a massive fan of Sophie Turner, me. I'm, I mean, uh, I have only seen her as basic Jean Grey. I haven't seen her... That's the better version. ...turn into Phoenix yet. I wondered if I just didn't like Sansa Stark. But now I've seen Sophie Turner in something else, I've you decided don't like I don't like Sophie Turner. So, yeah. So we're casting uh, Jean Grey. Our first female of the X-Men that we've tried to cast. Yeah. So we're not going to repeat any names, because unless you've... Really gone haywire with yours. I've gone extreme. I've got I've gone weird with it. I would say I've got a very logical first choice. And once I got someone in my head for my second choice, I'm running with it, knowing that it'll never ha- happen. 
Yeah. Because I'm okay. not, I'm going, I, this isn't a good fit. I don't know why I've chosen this person, but I've chosen them. Fair enough. It's my, the most random I've been. My be basing I've been looking at is Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton is our Scott Summers. Yes. And obviously, she is the love interest to yeah. Scott Summers. So I've been trying to kind of go same kind of age-ish. Well, I was doing that because, right, but I... But at the same time, I feel like my first choice has completely ignored it. In, in what? I feel like my first choice has completely ignored the age. Right, well, okay, well, my second choice has. Because in my head, right, for Scott Summers, I brought two people to the table. Yeah. Taron Edgerton. So I chose one to fit him. Yeah. Who we, ha- we along with our listeners, have voted for. Yeah. So he is our Cyclops now. But my second option was um, Henry Cavill. So I tried to think of a Jean Grey who could go with Henry Cavill. Right, but okay. I don't think I've done that. I think I've missed a little bit. You mm-hmm. might disagree because I think this—I don't know—but we'll we'll go through it. I struggled with this one a lot more than the other two. Yes, yeah, fair enough. I really did. Fair enough, but in all fairness, you asked me today what it was. I did, even though you well, had you asked me before we recorded the origin <laughs> because I thought we were doing it for the origin, so I That's had true. these for that because I thought we were doing the the. All these segments oh, that's in there. Yeah. So I had it ready, and you were like, "Oh no, we're doing it it's just in the ordinary episodes." Uh, I went, "Ah, so I've been sitting on this, <laughs> sitting." Okay. Right now, normally I go first. Am I going first again? Or... Yeah, because I think mine will be more, a lot more disappointing than yours. It's normally the way. <laughs> yeah. And if you look at the voting on yeah. the Twitters, your your choices aren't getting a lot of hits, and I think no, but that's fine because they've been weird ones. I think some of them have been. Jamie Bell was an odd one, I feel. Jamie Bell didn't get a lot of love for Cyclops. Well, you know, you know, you know. He just wants to dance. Right. My first choice. It was a Billy Elliot joke. I know. I got that. Yeah. I, I, I rode. I want to dance, Mum. I've never seen Billy Elliot. I want to dance. I, I've never seen it. Dance, Billy. Dance. Are you beefing this so you can put the tag in? I mean, what is your problem? <laughs> 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 okay, I'll tell you what my main obstacle I've come up against in this oh, is going for actresses that actresses. haven't already been in Marvel. Ah, oh, well, both of mine are fine. Right, my first choice. Yes. Obviously, because I've said it about five times, Taron Egerton is our Cyclops. Yes. Taron Egerton was up for Cyclops last time they were looking for a Cyclops. Oh, right. Right, but lost out to Ty Sheridan. So, now that we've got... Taron Edgerton as Cyclops, I've gone for someone who was up for Jean Grey when Sophie Turner got it. Right. Saoirse Ronan. Not a clue. Ah, you're not cultured. Nope. No. Right, you'll know her from the the third thing that I'm going to say. Right. She's famous for Hannah. Nope. Right. She's sort of recently famous for, is it called Lady Bird or Lady Bug? I can't remember. Lady Bird. I think that's what the film's called, Lady Bird. I know the one She's you also mean. in like Absolutely. Mary Queen of Scots and things like that. But the third thing, she's in the video for I think it's called Galway Galway Ed Galway she- Girl. By Ed yes, Sheeran. she's in the music video. He's dancing with her. She's the girl. How much is the Ah, uh, she's very good. Okay. When she was named as a potential, I was rooting for her because I didn't want Sophie Turner, and then Sophie yeah. Turner got it. And I used to think, well, I think she's roughly the same age, or she'd fit with Taron. Right. Okay. And for me. That's enough. I think she's good. I think she'd fit. She's a better actress 
for me, she's just a good choice. Okay. You're going completely blank. I, am, I can't think of who she is. Well, I don't know what else to say she's in. I don't think there's anything else she can say, to be honest. I just don't think I can picture who she is right now. I think, because she does, I would say, what you... Ah, oh, is she in Lovely Bones? Or have I, I made that? Lovely Bones. I may have made that up. That might be someone completely different. <laughs> Ignore what I just said there. Oh, uh, right, then, okay. All right. But you'll leave it in the edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so that was my first choice. Okay. Liam, your first choice. Right, I'm going to go with my one that I... Tr- initially, I went, okay... Taron Edgerton is our Cyclops. I need to kind of match that age. Yeah. But then in doing so, the, the one I'm going to... The first person I actually did jump to, mm. who I know you like, mm. isn't, I think, too old. Uh, isn't. Is too old, I think. Okay. And I can't remember her, her actual name. That's the problem. But she played Lois Lane in Smallville. Oh, she's way too old. Yeah, because in, Erica, my, Erica in my mind... When that was filmed, she would have been an all right age. Yes. But that's what I was picturing her, oh, but now she's too old. You know what? Erica Durance, she'd be fine. Because she is fine. <laughs> but she is she's like... She's too old now. She's basically a decade but, too old now. But, for example, say we were doing this then. Do you see, you see what I mean, though? Right. But, would she, Yeah, she, uh, she doesn't fit Taron. Not but, now, no. But let's say, because obviously this is our version. Well, so, I suppose that's equivalent of saying that Tom Welling is Cyclops. Yeah, it is. If and Tom Welling was Cyclops, which back then he could have been. Yeah, but even, no, imagine it now. Because we're, like, when I brought Taron as an option, I also brought Henry Cavill. I had an older version. Yeah. Because we actually don't know what age they're going for. We don't know no, if it's going to be young or... No, that's the thing. Yeah, see, so it's an option. I think, what's her name, sorry? Erica... Erica Durant. Yeah, I think my reason for going for her was less for the Jean Grey side of the character, more for... When she goes a bit psycho for Dark Phoenix side of it. Okay. See, I see that less, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought she fitted the nicer version. Well, maybe. Maybe. I, because I don't think she was ever really stretched in Smallville. And that's really only I've seen I her. went for the sass side of it more than anything. Yeah. I liked, but, I liked her. I could see her generally as the character, but I was picturing her the age she is in Smallville. All right. Fair dues, but that is and in I the past. And I think you'll find that fits better than my second choice onwards. Oh, good. No, it does. It does. I mean... I've got the age better in this one, but I don't know if you'll either go, okay, well, or no. I've already told you I'm not happy with my second choice. Okay, that's fine. This is going to be the first. This is bad that we do the first female X-Men yeah. and we're going, we're flopping on this. I will say, every time we've done this this segment, yeah. I have you've said one of your choices yeah. and I've gone, they were going to be my choice. Okay. So I mean, I'll be interested if your name has come up in this at all. Ah. Do you also normally go... Well, I can't personally see it. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that. Well, I can't see it to myself. Well, I can't see. You know, <laughs> I can see Wes Bentley. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but then I can't see like Taron Ed- Edgerton playing Wolverine, but other people seem to be able to. Yes, but we when we eventually, because we will eventually come to Wolverine. Yeah. We can't put him up. He's already got a role. He's got. A, we've actually cast him. Because yeah. what if he got cast twice? That's wrong. That is so wrong. he's got his character. Although, but, he's like up for Marvel at the moment. Huh? Put out for Marvel yeah, at the no, moment. Yeah. Right, my second choice yep. does not fit Taron. Okay. At all. All right. Uh, in my head initially, it was to fit my option of Henry Cavill. But I think maybe she's too old for him as well now. Because I oh, don't know no. how old Anne Hathaway is. Oh, you were Anne Hathaway. I went for Anne Hathaway because she's got a big name. She's a big name. She is. And she's not touched Marvel yet. And actually, once 
I quite like Anne Hathaway. I actually don't know kind of how old Anne Hathaway is or even what her playing age is. She became famous quite young I and that's kind of disrupted I don't know where she even is. Even if she is actually the same age as him, I think she might actually be too old playing age. Yeah, no, I think she might be. Especially from like Fontaine and Les Mis. Yeah. Because um, that's a, very much an aged up character. Yeah, I mean, I recently watched uh, in Ocean's 8. Yeah. Where she's not a young character in it, but she's also not an old character in it. It's kind of a... And in my head, that's what I'm thinking of her as yeah. when I'm thinking of casting her. Okay. I don't know. I like Anne Hathaway. And yeah, the more I things like I see her in, the more I realise I do like Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And But I guess... All right. I, I tell you what we can put in perspective. When did Dark Knight Rises come out? Mm. 2012, I can tell you when it was. 2012. Okay. She was Catwoman. True. To Christian Bale. So, yeah. yes, she's... She's too old. She's too old. But I haven't got a third option. I stayed there. Okay. So Anne Hathaway, I like her. She's probably not going to get voted. My first choice is Saoirse still. So okay. Well, option four is... Okay, right. I ha- This is one that actually I did think of very quickly. It's a name that jumped in and out of my decision quite a lot. But it's accompanied by another name from the same universe. Oh. Who I actually think I might like better, but I'm not going to put her forward. Cause I, Are you going to mention them? I will, but I'm going to na- put my actual choice for forward first. Kin and Shipka. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh... That's the noise I thought you'd make. Because She's, I I've I said... can see her age-wise opposite Taron Egerton. No. You think she's too young? I'll tell you why. Because I've had this in my head. Right. Remember how old she's playing? I don't know what her real age is. Uh, she's playing a school age in uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch or Chilling Adventures. This is true. But I've, I've said all along, I would cast her as Gwen Stacy opposite Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Ah. I said from the moment I watched that series, I was like, you should be Gwen Stacy for That's Tom Holland. fair enough. My problem is, I don't believe she's as young as she comes across in Sabrina. She, There seems to be more to her. And plus, she's I haven't watched it, but there's a Netflix series, something like The Disappearing or something like that. Right. Um, oh, no, it's called The... You know the film The Quiet Place? Yeah. I think it might I've be called The it. Silence. And right. it's basically... It's her and, like, her dad. And there are little winged creatures that if they hear noise, they basically come for you. Right. But she looks a, a bit older than that. And that's the thing I was thinking of it. Well, her most recent stuff is Sabrina. True. This is quite... I think this is filmed around the same time as Sabrina, though. Okay. Because it's it's fairly new. But, but I'll, she she's my choice I'm putting forward. Because I, I do well, like right. her. Put it this way. I <clears> think, <throat> in a way... Now, this hasn't been how it's been going for our pod... Uh, for our suggestions. I would probably put Kinnan above Anne Hathaway as an option. Only because of the age factor, probably. Yeah, because I think Anne Hathaway is too old, whereas they might go young. Yeah. They might go young. Now, the person I was thinking of, and I do not know the actress's name, I but you, yeah. yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. Vanessa. Hang on, which one? Oh, oh. Archie's main love interest. Camille. Camille Mendes. Maybe. I think that's her name. Camille, Maybe. Camille Mendes. And then I jumped to Blossom, but I really don't like the, actri- the, the, the character. Oh no, let's ignore her. I, but I, I, that's that purely came when well, she's ginger. <laughs> you know what? I went, I went down similar routes as you. I thought when if I you the... went Riverdale, you'd go more for Betty though. No, because I didn't. I dismissed them all because oh, really? I did think of Riverdale. 
I think out of all of them, she, uh, Vanessa's the one I'd have lent on because I think actually she's. I could see her being the, the Jean Grey, but I could also see her going a bit crazy. I was toying with the. There's one actress, and I haven't gone with her because I think actually she'd be all right age wise probably. Catherine McNamara, she's from Shadowhunters, but now she's going into Arrow. Okay. Um, but no offense if you're a fan, I don't think she's the strongest actor. Okay. So I actually went against that and I tried to go for people who can act. Okay. I mean, I think it's fair to say, yeah. I don't think any of our choices are perfect. You say that. I'm pretty happy with Tertia. You, you just don't know her. No, that's... <laughs> I, can't, I can't even picture her. No. Uh, after the podcast, yeah. you'll Google her and you might recognise her. Because she is famous and she's good. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go for her. I knew that she was up for it. And you could go, well, she didn't get it, but then neither did Taron. Taron yeah. got overlooked, you know, is that kind of, oh, maybe there were other reasons. I mean, I'm know. pretty confident that if I put Erica Durance up, she will not get a vote. Yes. And I'm thinking I should probably substitute her for the, for the Riverdale woman. Popularity might get you a vote it's in more there. Of, I think she's more suited to the role as she's actually the right age. Do you want to do a switch? Yeah. Because the problem is, I was casting the wrong Erica, like, I wouldn't cast now. Erica no. Durance. You can't do it in the past though, because we are the thing. we are casting now. I'm, I will put the Riverdale in one because when I was thinking of Erica Durance, I was going well in Smallville. She'd have been right, but she she, she wouldn't be now. No, she wouldn't be now. We've got to do it now. Okay. The X Men so are now coming for in. Cam... I think it's Camilla Mendes. We will confirm. I'm the one who puts it up. Yeah. I will. I will. I do the poll. I will get it right. Okay. Yeah, and cool. Kieran and Shipcar. Yes. Shipcar, which I agree, actually might be might she might come across too young. It's more a case of, I I personally would be annoyed because I don't know if she's popular. She was in Mad Men. That's also popular. She is quite. She probably is. I do moment. think she's good. I'm not doubting, but that's what I just think she would be a great yeah. Stacey. Okay. So I kind of want her I to not get that cast. I will think of a better version and be like, ah. Well, you can put it as a <laughs> suggestion, like anyone else. They can add a comment. But that concludes casting couch. Right, so it's the end of the episode then, Liam. It is the end of the episode. How's it been for you? Uh, it's been, it's gone in the days. I don't know what we've talked about. <laughs> Have you a... got Ooh. anything else? Do you think, you know, any, anything interesting happened to you? Anything going to happen to you? You fancy chatting about quickly? No, because the show that we're about to do will it's be in the past. Tomorrow. So yeah, it's, it's, literally... already, it's already happened. Don't turn up now. It's... If you have a time machine, three days ago... No, if you've got a time machine, tell us how to make one, because I'd love a time machine. That'd be great. The only geek thing I could put across is, I am meeting up with someone next week to have a discussion about Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. Because I am DMing a game of Dungeons & Dragons. You're DMing? I am. What's DMing? Dungeon Mastering. You are? Yeah. Have you ever played it before? No. Oh, that's hardcore to go in as a... DM, well, should you just not be an ordinary player on your first no, ever game? No, it's going to be a lot easier for me to be a DM. Really? Yeah, much easier. Because you're not making the story, are you? You've got to follow one. No. You're making one. No. And you've never done it before. No, I don't need to. It's fine. And the people you're it's... playing with are going to be people who've played it all before? Nope. Oh, you're all right then. Yeah. It'll be... that, 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 I just I just remember when you led a game of poker. Hey, and I remember did we how have a good went. time? I won, yes. Exactly. <laughs> but not because you ran the game. <laughs> Maybe I was just favouring you. <laughs> you weren't. You weren't uh, favouring no, me. No, I was just wrong. Yes, you were. Someone no. else had to take over. More to the point, though. <laughs> yeah. The meeting I'm having next week is yeah. with someone who has DM'd repeatedly. And it's a learn 
the ropes. Are you naming them? Is it no, okay. his name's Ben Norris? He's a DJ on, on our local radio station. So I'm going to be DMing a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, for a group of friends. When are you doing that then, or don't you actually? Uh, probably be December at some point. At oh, a weekend. I've, not the weekend that we've got shows. I'm just probably just you. that one Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the person who would do that though. No, I think I'm all right at the moment and not double booking everything. Yeah, I'm all right at the moment. Yeah, at the moment I've had a very stressful week. Yeah, have not been... because of you to be fair, but no, it's nice I told you we're going through a rare period of time in our lives where I'm not the problem. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm enjoying every second of it. Yes, make the most of it. Now I think it's time for us to say so long, farewell, Avida saying goodbye. goodbye. Obviously, you can go over to our Twitter. To get all the haps and the doodads and what we're up to, you can look at the poll when this goes up for our... Massive poll. Look at our massive poll. And by massive, I mean four people long. That's all you can do on Twitter. Can you not add more? I suppose four is the, the cap, isn't it? Four's the limit. That's why we're doing four. That's true. That's more than you can do on Instagram. As you found out recently, to your annoyance. Very gutting. Two. So obviously, go over onto our Twitter to join in on the poll. Get your say. And if there's not a choice that you like... Put your own one down. Please do. If there, if people back you up, if people, if your suggestion starts getting likes, you you can win it. Yeah, definitely. You can, you and could, the thing is, we will genuinely take that into consideration. Genuinely, we would. Genuinely. Genuinely. So pop over on there. That's The Manic with two N's. It's very, very important. important. You can also go onto our Instagram, The Manic Podcast. Just, it's not updated as much as everything else. Which one? What? The Instagram. No, you're the only one who does it. I am, and I forget it. We both do the Twitter, which is why it's pretty active. Yeah. Sometimes we'll do things at the same time. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes there won't be any activity for two days, and then we'll both go, ah! ah." And actually, on the note of Twitter, on the day that we're recording this, it is our one-year Twitter birthday. Happy birthday to us. And obviously, we are midway through our birthday month celebrations. Check out all the socials. Look after yourselves. Say goodbye to us. Bye, Tobias. Stay manic.